Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Real Window, rewatching random movies from our childhood. I'm Pauline. And I'm Lisa. And we are back. Sorry for the pause. Uh, there was some technical problems with new updates <sighs> to the app, and Lisa and I are not the most tech-savvy persons. And uh, to be honest, it was stupid. Uh, it was not our fault. <laughs> we blame the app entirely, and if you were in our shoes, you would also blame the app entirely. So yeah, for sure. So, but we cracked okay. the code. We're we back. did it. Our problem-solving <laughs> abilities are amazing. So here we are, and we're ready to talk about The Mighty Ducks. Now, yes. Um, I picked this movie this week. We both watched it over the weekend at some point, <laughs> and now we got to talk about it. Uh, Lisa, summarize the film for anyone who <laughs> might not know what The Mighty Ducks is. As, you know what? I, I'm impressed if you don't. I'm kind of impressed. This is a big pop culture one, but go for it. Um, so The Mighty Ducks is a 1992 film starring Emilio Estevez as Gordon Bombay, a guy who used to be this up-and-coming young hockey hotshot until he blew it in the semi in the finals for his peewee team. Like peewee team? Yeah. <laughs> apparently was an up-and-comer at up the Up-and-comer when 10. he was 10. Anyway, Does that he has count? now become a selfish, indulgent lawyer who thinks everything is about winning because that's what his peewee coach taught him and apparently he never you know, strayed from that ever in his entire life. Uh, anyway, because his boss decides that he needs to learn about fair play because he doesn't like how he's behaving in court, he gets drunk, ends up getting uh, pulled over by a police officer, and then he has to do community service. And the community service that he has to do is to coach this terrible peewee team from District 5, including a little young, adorable Joshua Jackson, and try to, you know, whip them into shape of being a somewhat successful peewee term peewee team but he has no interest he's uh jaded he's up against his coach from when he was a kid all kinds of problems he tries to teach them to cheat but of course he starts to you know feel fondly for these little scamps starts to realize that he enjoys the game again and decides to actually try to coach them and see what comes of it and teach them that hockey is fun and they do have this ability to be able to play with the other peewee teams that's this movie there you go that's it we watched it as children, for sure, yep. definitely a bunch of times. However, Pauline and I did confess in the trivia episode that we watched the sequel way more. We watched D2. this one, and then as soon as D2 was a thing, we're like, oh. D2 is the one. D2 was the one for us. It was newer. <laughs> it was the, the intensity level had increased dramatically as yes, children. They were a bit older. The stakes were higher. The stakes yeah. were higher, like all this stuff. So this was interesting to rewatch because it's actually been a while for both of us, and I'm so curious, Pauline, to hear your thoughts on the Mighty Duck after how many years has it been? Uh, 30? 28? <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, this movie came out in 93, I think. So I'm just like... Yeah, 92. Head, like, it's crazy. It's I'm crazy. Like, I, I think literally 1995 was probably the last year I watched this movie. <laughs> Let's be so. generous. 96. Sure. Um, okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. So... As always, when Pauline and I are reviewing our film, uh, we're paying attention to particular questions or topics while we're watching the movie and sort of taking notes in that regard. The first big one that we like to discuss are takeaways, what it was like rewatching it as an adult versus a child, what we remember watching it as a child was like, if there was anything we misunderstood or did not get or favorite scenes, uh, anything along those lines. Pauline, what was it like rewatching The Mighty Ducks? as an adult versus when you were a kid okay so it was totally different <laughs> um <clears throat> i'm gonna confess to an epiphany i had a while back um yep. anyone um may have heard that there was a mighty ducks tv show that just recently released like a year yes. or two ago yep. on disney yep. plus i was jacked i was like mighty ducks tv show awesome this is gonna be so good <laughs> started watching it and i was like this is terrible this is not <laughs> clever this is silly everything's yeah. over the top it was just yeah. not what I anticipated it being and I was like I'm not watching this anymore and that was it <laughs> and upon watching the mighty ducks I realized yes that that's what the mighty ducks the movie was yeah and kid Pauline lapped it up definitely <laughs> thought it was way 
higher brow, <laughs> much more dramatic, better written, better acted, um, more interesting storyline. <laughs> anyway, so um, I have to say that the Mighty Ducks TV show is a very um, emblematic, accurate, yeah, accurate mm-hmm. representation mm-hmm. of the Mighty Ducks mm-hmm. uh, yeah. franchise. Much yep. to my um, surprise. <laughs> So and chagrin, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. definitely that. So <laughs> I gotta say, while watching this movie, it was I remembered nothing. I remembered really? so little. So I remember he gets to be in a limousine a lot. Yes. And I remember obviously I was like, he's in a limo. This is that awesome. means he's important. He's a big deal. <laughs> he's clearly got some money. There's a yeah. phone. He drinks tea in the limo. It's very highbrow. Um I remember that the limousine goes out on the ice while the kids are playing hockey. Yes. Yeah. And I remember thinking yeah. like, oh man, that's so ballsy. Like obviously not that word when I was little, but <laughs> um, he's going out on the ice in his car. That's such a risky move. What are you doing, Bombay? I remember him being grumpy and mm-hmm. thinking like he's really grumpy. I yes. remember thinking the kids were hilarious. Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, I loved the relationship between Joshua Jackson's character and yes, Emilio I did like that. character. Like, I, I did really like liked their bond. Mm-hmm. I remember, so there's a scene when Gordon Bombay asks him, what's his name? Uh, Conway, uh, Conway, the kid, yeah. to, to like take a dive or to, because yes. he's getting them, if we can't win by playing fair, we're going to win by cheating is basically what uh, he's, Bombay's yeah, message is. He's basically is. teaching them how to fall in like without and make it look real make it look real as well as how to like trip each other (laughs) so there's one one moment where conway refuses to do it Mm. and i remember thinking like oh conway he's so noble good (laughs) for him and then they have a close bond and relationship and i just remember loving you know the apology there's Mm. a little like romance with the mom of oh my god i remember the romance but i remember thinking it was more developed yes i think the takeaway is that i thought everything was more developed (laughs) the script the stories the character the arcs of the characters like i I thought this was way better as Mm. a kid so yeah so like that's kind of I remember they win at the end. A spoiler, obviously, yeah, yeah. they beat the the Hawks in the final game, and oh. I, he beats his old coach. And because obviously that was like the thing. Like what's so funny yeah. is this movie is about like learning how to love the game and not worrying about winning. And then like my takeaway as a kid was they won, <laughs> they did it, they did it by loving the game and that's winning. Right? They that's still how you won. Win. You, you win love by the game loving and the game. Then you win. Exactly. Obviously, any game you love you'll just win at it if you don't yeah, win you clearly don't love it enough that's obviously. helped me in the yeah, you don't, that's so that was my takeaway my takeaway was love the game more and you will win um Found some fun. of so that's kind of like it i oh, i everything else just kind of i didn't remember the mentor like when you even said that in the trivia oh, suit, i was like i was waiting for hans i was i was like there's an old guy in this and then it comes out and i was like yeah okay it's like vague like everything's kind of like fuzzy in the corners of my mind um i there's a kid named banks who's on the other team yes who then like joins their team and becomes a duck and whatever and there's a you know a nice bond between him and one of the other kids on the team who didn't like him he calls him a cake eater a lot and i don't know what that insult means i looked it up I looked it up because I wanted to know for this podcast. What is it? It's used. So Jesse, this kid who, as a child, I remember being like, oh, Jesse's just always on. Like, he always is, like, calling people out. As an adult watching, I'm like, dear Lord, Jesse, Jesse, your shit. over the attitude, youngin. Like, you are giving moly. attitude to, like, you're offended and upset with everybody. Everything. You have the biggest chip on your shoulder possible. It's not about you, Jesse. Jesse, it's not about you. Oh, as an adult, I was just like, no, he's no. Sometimes he's right, but sometimes you're like, Jesse, just cool your get over it. Like actually, Um, okay, what does cake mean? So there's a couple of definitions, but the main one, which would have been used at the like the meaning that's used for the movie, I'm assuming, is that they're they're highbrow. They're too highbrow. Like if you're a cake eater, you're high class and too high class to get your hands dirty. 
Like you have people Ooh. doing that for you. Um, back in the day, it was also for someone who was a little bit effeminate and oh. would sleep around. And that is from like Victorian period. So I'm oh. assuming, and that's like, yeah, that's also like, it was like back then it was also highbrow, but then there was also like an undercurrent of it. So just so everyone knows the history of Cake Eater. You're all Thank welcome. Thank you. Um, but I'm assuming for the movie, that's what they were going for was that this was, it's like, and it's in America and in American slang. That's usually what it's for. The character is that you're too high. And actually, to get now that you have just said that, I do mm. recall reading in the trivia when I was looking up the movie. It's the idea that you're rich enough to have your cake and, and eat, eat it, it too. too. Like you get yeah. to have yeah. both. And that's, yeah. now that you say that, I'm like, that's what that means. And okay, got it. And that's what that kid is mad at everyone for. He calls everyone a cake. But that's why I was confused. Because he's calling people cake eaters and they aren't highbrow. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense for Bombay and Banks. But sometimes he calls other people a cake eater. And I'm like, yeah. but, they're, but they're your level, Jesse. Yeah, that's like your peer. <laughs> Who's like skating on the on the same ice as you in like ragtag hockey uniforms? What are we doing, Jesse? Hone the consistent. anger. Like, be yeah, consistent, like, Jesse. Just find a theme and work with that. But the theme can't just generally be everyone's a cake eater anyway. Everyone you don't like is a cake eater. But I remember liking Banks later when he joins I... the team. I love this is this is one of the clear ones that I remembered going in. I Go remembered on. Banks me, and I remembered the district changes because I remember mm -hmm. as a kid I was like, "Oh, Banks because they they really build up Banks throughout the movie. Like when they're talking about like the other coaches like, "Oh, like cuz Bombay when he first sees his former coach, he asks him who his like hotshot player is and he says yeah. Banks." Yeah. And then the Banks scores repeatedly like the announcer always is like and it's banks and it's banks so as a kid i was like banks is great banks yeah, knows his stuff. yeah and then and he's kind of a bit of a bully along with the others but he's not as bad as the intense bullies on hearts yes. but still yep. and then i remember as a kid i don't know why i had a lot of empathy for banks because he joined the team and no one liked him and i think as a kid i was like poor guy no one likes him. That's he's shocking. Not, it's not his fault. He's doing his best. He didn't have to be reassigned. They have to know that. He just wants to play hockey. And that's his whole motivation. His dad doesn't even want him on the team. But yeah. Banks is there because he's like, I want to play hockey no matter who I'm playing for. And as a kid, I was like, yes, Banks. I yes, respect that. That's system. the right reason, Banks. Yeah, for <laughs> And sure. I think what helps is I remembered Banks be for this movie because I remember he got injured and I was really upset as a kid because it's his fellow former teammates, the Hawks. His coach tells them to take out Banks. And yeah. then they do in the most intense way. I'm watching it now going, this is Pee-wee Hockey. Yeah. This kid as is 12. Kid, yeah. As a kid, I was like, oh. I was so in it. I was so, it was so intense for me that they would knock out Banks. And like one kid does it to an extreme where Banks basically has like a concussion and has to be pulled out in like a stretcher. And the other teammates like, what you do? <laughs> and the kid's like, my, my job. job. Which is, I laughed out loud. I laughed so hard as an adult. I'm like, that's amazing. But as a kid, it really upset me because in my opinion, like as a kid, I was like, but Banks didn't do anything. Banks is right. just playing hockey. Everyone's like upset with Banks for no good reason. Mm. And then he like, by telling Jesse to like, you know, make sure the Hawks don't win. And Jesse smiles at him kind of thing. I was like, oh, they become friends. They're bonded forever. I yeah. really took a whole lot in as a kid. Wow. Helps my love of Banks is he's in Mighty Ducks too. Yes. And I really liked. And so it, yeah. it was that thorough thread of like, I liked him in this one. I liked him in the sequel. Yeah. Banks is special as a result. I don't know why. Like it yeah. was like ingrained in That's my amazing. head. I Joshua remember Jackson him, but everything you're saying, I don't remember that. <laughs> Like, I'm like, that's very impressive. I actually, before so watching the movie, I couldn't remember if mm. Joshua Jackson and Banks were the same character. Oh my gosh. Like, that's how blended right. they were in my head. I was like, is that a different kid? So, <laughs> does Joshua Jackson end up with a stretcher? But that yeah. Sense. He yeah. Has to take the penalty shot. But Lisa, Who I don't even. The every, everything you're describing. I, I did not remember there was a stretcher. I did not remember oh, there had to be a penalty shot. The penalty I'm shot. You, Lisa, you know what's so D2 funny? Is ingrained <laughs> so much in my brain that I could tell you exactly what Bombay says to the girl who's about to go shoot for yes. the penalty shot. Yes. Like, I can tell He's you fancy. that. He'll go sticks. He'll go sticks? Yeah, what if he right. goes gloves? He goes fancy. Okay, anyway, Lisa. 
Side note. So I just anyway. need to know. D2, like, wiped oh. wiped my memory. I of love Lady that D2 Dust. wiped your memory. D2 added on to my memory. Like, oh. and then, well, and then built higher. So, like, I don't remember <laughs> okay. a ton of Mighty Ducks. But this is the foundation. But the foundation was there for to make D2 more uh, emotionally uh, driven. Right? God, like, my yes. brain was like, we need this groundwork so that the emotions of the second one mm-hmm. hit even harder. And for the sure. camaraderie is more integral which isn't untrue little (laughs) nine-year-old uh like movie aficionado (laughs) no but i would say of mighty ducks going in so i remembered hans because we all love a good mentor and i liked him because you do because well okay i I do too but like not the way you not to the extent no one to the extent that i do i i might have a complex anyway um so (laughs) So what I remembered though was I really struggled with Emilio Estevez's character in the film. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he is such He's a jerk. A jerk. And I actually don't remember the first kind of chunk with him because I remember it was just it was too hard to watch. Yeah. He was making them cheat. He didn't care about them. He was like, he'd go he back says and he insulted really them. really mean things. He's very mean to all of them. And so as a kid, I really struggled with him because, of course, I really liked him in Mighty Ducks 2. And I liked him at the end of the movie. But he's so awful at the start. And the kids are very bratty at the start, too, that I think my brain's just like, I don't like this. Wipe. So I don't remember much of the opening. What mm. I remember is from when he starts to love the game again so when he goes and talks to Hans was the turning point for me and I liked Hans a lot and so Hans talks to him and gives him a pair of skates and tells him about how he's upset because you know his former coach taught him to win and he didn't teach him he didn't remember to love the game and that's why he was sad because he loved playing hockey and he stopped and as a kid I was like oh Hans is so smart Hans is so sweet I love Hans. And then because of what he says, Emilio Estevez skates on a frozen pond, reignites his love of hockey and remembers how much he loved it with his dad. And then he's suddenly a nice coach. And so as a kid, I was like, Hans is important. Hans is awesome. Bombay finally learns a lesson. We can proceed from here. Like that was the point in the movie where I was like, okay. And that's actually, that's very accurate. That's a very accurate representation of that storyline, Lisa. So you nailed that one. Good job. I nailed it as a kid. I nailed it as a kid. I also loved uh, Fulton or Fulton. Was it Fulton? Fuller? The the big kid. Yeah. The the big kid who's from the Mighty, a movie that I think there's no way he could be named Fuller because there's just no No, way he's named as the same kid from Home Alone. I kept thinking like, am I misremembering? I'm like, no, Fuller is from. (laughs) If he has too much Pepsi, he'll wet the bed. (laughs) But I love Fulton because again, Again, Lisa really loves the hard on their luck outcast. Well, don't we really, all? Don't we he all? He really loves to play hockey, wants to play hockey, but he doesn't know how to skate and he's embarrassed and he's like, all these rumors circulate about him. I forgot about the mall scene when it came on. I was like, huh, there's a rollerblading mall scene in this one, too. I, I watched it and I was like, Boy, they do more rollerblading than I remember them. That today again was also D2, but and it also makes D2 make more sense for how much they rollerblade. Yes. I'm like, oh, so they've already established their rollerbladers in the first one, but I had no memory. No, of that. I forgot I just that completely. I also was awesome like, where are all of the security guards in totally. this mall? Like, Adel Pauline was like, this would be what so annoying. Happening? They'd knock a woman into the fountain. I would have been so was, fucking pissed. I was so angry. But he's just like, sorry, it keeps going. I'm like, I am. That doesn't cut it. Her. That doesn't cut it. <laughs> I'm like, I'd be so mad. Well, anyway. and they steal that other guy's like French fry or something. Yeah, and I was like, I, pretzel? Like, I would also be pissed. Like, these are <laughs> hooligans. Like, the whole time I watched that scene, I was like, these kids are annoying as fuck. I was so, I was like, no. Actually, for a good chunk of the movie, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are very bratty. They're very hard to sit through. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I liked Banks, because Banks was calm. Quiet. Banks wasn't a brat. Joshua nope. Jackson, for the most part, wasn't one. No. Nope. And, so, and and Fulton wasn't either. It's so true, Lisa. So three were yeah. my core three favorites, because I was like, oh, even as a kid, I was like, I can get behind all of you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. I think I thought the kids, well, no, not I think. I know you that know. I thought the kids were way funnier as a kid. Oh, totally. Yes. Um, yeah. Their humor did not hold up. No, um, it was hard. It yeah. was painful. And and as an adult, there were just too many moments of me going, you little bruh. It has me slightly concerned for when we <laughs> wait, wait. watch Are Newsies. You saying- 
news. Oh, I wasn't going there. I was about to say, are you saying D2 might not have held no, up? Because that's I know. hilarious. But, we um, all know that didn't hold Pauline, up. Pauline, do not my, speak those words. But my problem is this. This is my concern, Lisa. Am I? But, am I? Newsies. Yeah. This is why I'm worried. I'm like, while I was watching it, I was like, I don't know if I want to watch Newsies. Because I also <laughs> feel like I felt similarly in Hook. Like I feel similarly in this. I'm like, oh, am, no. I, am I wrong? I don't no. know. No, it's I the don't children. Know. It's the children. Yeah, see? It's the children. So I'm, after watching this, I'm like, oh. this is... The 90s ensemble casts really aren't holding the, the line. Not a lot of them. Not a lot of them. That's no. true. That's true. A lot of them are not holding up their, their mustard there. I'm like, will I not like Spot in movies? <gasps> Pauline, Pauline, how dare you say I such know. a thing? Spot was king. Oh. That's a that's a hard thought, man. That's, I know. I don't like, like where this it. Is going. I'm very reluctant now, to pick Newsies. I now. never want to pick. We're going to be waiting on JM. JM's yeah. going to be the one who's like, you guys still haven't done Newsies? I'll so, pick it, and we'll be like, six years, oh, everyone. No. Six years, we'll get the, we'll get to Newsies. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, all right. Let's see what else. The other thing okay. I do remember the finale mm-hmm. where um, so Banks has been knocked out. And they've managed to, so the Ducks and the Hawks are in the finals, the final game. And yeah. at first the Hawks are winning. So of course it's an underdog story, but then the Ducks catch up and then they're tied. And then Joshua Jackson's character gets knocked and gets a penalty shot. And I remembered as a kid, I don't know why, but the triple deke really stayed in my head <laughs> as a magical hockey move. I have no idea if it's a real thing or not. I don't know anything about hockey. Anything I know is from this movie. We'll ask Sheila. We'll ask Sheila. We'll ask her. But it was because there was so much emphasis and because it was like his time to shine. Because he always sort of screwed up and this was his time. So I remember that because it also was the redemption for Bombay's character who didn't get the goal, right? Who at the start of the movie doesn't. And that's his shame, which is so funny as an adult, that poor guy. It's like the U2 video for Stuck in a Moment. That is Bombay's life. Yes, yes. Bombay's life, everyone. Um, Also, solid U2 reference, Lisa. Thank Thank you you. very much. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, So I remembered that. And I remembered the the quacking, right, that they would do to amp themselves up. And they did it and to the, the principal. And that did you audience, really yeah. quack at your did principal? You, and it's like, yes, are we ducks? Are we ducks or what? Oh well, like, God! Uh, should we be encouraging this behavior? Yeah, right. <laughs> they were just like super insubordinate to the principal. Come on. Anyway, totally. The only thing I remember is the figure skater. I don't remember her name because I remember yeah. there were two, and Connie was Tammy the one who, and Tammy. Tommy. Tammy and oh god, their parents are cruel. Um, anyway, Tammy just lazy and writing, I think. But go on. <laughs> I remembered Connie better because mm, she was me in too. It from the beginning, and I liked how tough she was, and I liked what a good player she was. Me too. And I think I confused Tammy and Connie sometimes. Mm. But Tammy's the figure skater, and I do remember. I did remember going in that there would be a point in the movie where, oh, in the she's... final game, she would do her spin and distract everybody because they've never seen figure skating before. And then a goal would be scored and it would be awesome. And, and you happened. were right. I was right. And I still thought it was hilarious. I watched it. I was like, oh, my God. Like the hockey in this is pretty entertaining to watch. <laughs> I mean, if you don't like. Uh... Yeah. If you, you're like, <laughs> you definitely have to suspend your disbelief All while disbelief. watching, particularly that final game. Oh, like, my God. Where yeah. so many things happen that you're like. And I again, I'm like, I know I don't know much about hockey, but, but I know that that puck confident. is not gonna break through the net and then smash glass. Like I was just yeah. like, I don't think that's happening. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny watching as an adult because also I think the reason why we also thought it was so intense is the movie makes everything intense the opening with emilio estevez as a child like the flashback of him yeah missing the shot like it's during the opening credits and it is the music is intense the stylization yeah. everything is like darkness except for the spotlight on him like everything's yeah. in slow motion like it is incredibly intense and then when they're doing their montage comeback which i mean come on montage is all the way yeah. as they're winning games there's newspaper headlines oh, yeah. on the screen which did make me laugh as an adult but as a kid i was like oh of course yeah they're i mean obviously winning. it's gonna be in the papers obviously the sports yep. journalists are gonna be at every one of these peewee hockey at games every single one of them and reporting back on this like amazing cinderella story as a kid, I was fully invested. I was oh, like, for sure. I was like, oh, the things are heating up. 
things things are getting super intense here and you're like oh they've got to run on the playoffs like this is very exciting oh, so it's everything funny. you want an underdog hockey story to be essentially 100%. by that point just in at, the movie just at a very young level so yeah. it's it's quite funny to see it happen but yeah uh yeah so it it definitely was like there definitely were some strong scenes but i forgot others like i forgot a, as i said i forgot a lot of the opening Right. the court- courtroom scene i i knew he was a lawyer but i didn't remember details i knew he was a jerk that's all i knew i knew i knew he was an asshole and i knew he was like they had to like be i knew they were going to be terrible at the game but yes. up until the point where hans shows up i had very little memory of any of the events it was after hans that suddenly i was like oh yeah this is the stuff i remember <laughs> well i mean that makes sense because lisa would would not be present until the the mentor no. has come and done their magic so i did well, I, that does make sense and it was like uncomfortable like it was yeah, uncomfortable sure. watching these kids be so bad and him be such an asshole and like yeah. as an adult the the dog doo-doo scene oh was my god awful was awful Lisa, i don't have there was memory of it no but there's a lot of awful moments yeah you're just awful like moments yeah hey. humor that you're just like oh 90s the 90s were oh, a weird slapstick, time fart humor interesting like mix with the other like it's the tonal shifts in this movie are fascinating because you go from those intensity to this really over-the-top silly ridiculous slapstick and gross out humor to suddenly being like i'd never cheat like you're like the ups and downs yeah oh yeah no fascinating it's, for tonal shit i would i have to say it's um a little uneven would you would you yeah i can see that mm-hmm. i can see that mm-hmm. yeah. uneven underdeveloped wanting to be more than it is yeah, yeah. i mean we'll yeah. touch on that in a bit but um, yeah shortly but yeah um, i can't think of anything yeah. i guess i would say uh, okay, obviously we need to mention the flying V. Oh, yes, that's right. That's the other thing I remembered going in. So obviously that was a big one. Again, I did think it was more impressive. And oh, I think I thought it was more impressive because kid, of D2. I was like, whoa. Whoa, oh yeah. And like Amazing. D2, whoa. And then How they handled now, that I was puck. like, yeah. I was like, ah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like just, that was just, I remembered pieces, but mm. I have to say I don't think my memory of those pieces was accurate. Was accurate to what you were saying. Yeah. Yes, that is fair. That yeah. is fair. I yeah. would I would agree with that. That's entirely. my general consensus for the film, I have to say. But and, um, I would, and I would agree. It's it's interesting. This is definitely one that like as a child was loved way more. Yeah, for sure. And is, for sure. And is reaching for that audience. And not really anything else. Like it is, it knows who which audience it's caring for. It's not and, the adults who are. You know, it. it's not. I was just about to say it's like the poor parents who are stuck going on this movie. Oh, they did not care yeah. about them yeah. in the movie theater, obviously. So <laughs> it's not like Shrek. You're not going to Shrek, everyone. You are going to something that is purely for the children. Yeah. Won't someone please think of the children? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. All right. Well, I think that's all we can say on it. In in all all honesty, like that's everything. Just before we start, you know, critiquing the film, which which we're clearly about to do, we will Um, get into. So let us pivot then to the Bechtel test. So, Mm -hmm. Pauline, uh, would you like to remind everyone what the Bechtel test is, and then tell us if the Mighty Ducks passes it? I'd love to. So there are three main principles that need to happen in order for uh, a film to pass the Bechtel test, which is Mm. just a a base, very, very basic, imperfect metric for the caliber and quality of female uh, characters in a film. Uh, The three uh, qualifications are there have to be two named female characters. Um, They then have to talk to each other. And when they do, it has to be about something other than a man or men. Uh, And this film absolutely does not pass. Um, It's got Tammy. It's got Connie. um, Mm -hmm. It's got Conway's mom, who I don't recall if she's named or not. Uh, She is, but I do not. Like they say Um, once. She says it once and that's it. And and no one has an interaction with each other. at all the no. connie and tammy never talk to each other the principal who is a female never talks to anybody the mom doesn't have a conversation with other moms or other kids that are female so it does not pass no 
Nope, it does nope. not. I I honestly would have been shocked if it had. Oh gone yeah. In. Like I went in going, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely had a no yeah. question mark, and then yeah, I was gonna yeah. erase the question mark. If... <laughs> I just have written underneath mine. It just says doubt it. I never changed it. That's what oh, I when I first started the movie, and uh, it stayed there. That's right. fun. I like that we have predictions on it. Yes, yes, for our movies, but we gotta entertain ourselves, everyone. That's uh, right. All right. So let's. Especially if the movie doesn't do that for us. <laughs> Well, I may as well entertain myself while I'm watching this. Go on. That's always Go on. a good sign. It's a good sign for everyone. Movie, for That's sure. a good sign. That's what you want. Definitely. Mm, always. Okay. Uh, so let us pivot a little bit more, sort of in the general area, for um, when we're watching this movie, Pauline and I write down what we think. We, we title this section as offensive elements in the film. And obviously offensive is a strong word. And sometimes it is merited when we're rewatching a film because there are there's issues of homophobia and racism and misogyny and assault that are triggering and awful and have not aged in any good way and are just terrible. And we know that rewatching older films, the odds of us running into offensive material because times and morals and what's viewed as okay changes and alters, right? As we get more progressive, fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, However, there could still be items in the movie that, well, it's not like deemed offensive worthy. It is something still to note that it's there. It hasn't aged well. It's very 90s or 80s or 70s, whatever decade we're in when we're watching this movie. Um, and it's just something that might be triggering or might just be something that you as a viewer would like to know ahead of time before watching the film. So, Pauline. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in Mighty Ducks that you would deem either offensive or just hasn't aged well and or something of note to pay attention to? Um... No, no, not at all. It is aged beautifully, and I have <laughs> nothing to say um, yes. at all. Lisa, yes. do you want to? Do you want to let me? Just kidding. Um, absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, no, there are definitely stuff. Um, yes. Basically, it's very '90s in oh. terms of a lot of things, particularly mm. the jokes, the, the potty humor, and the senses of humor, and how the guys all tease each other and what they tease them each other about is all <laughs> very, very '90s. There is a thread through the whole movie about how the opposite team or whomever refers to this team as hello girls or hey ladies because they all obviously Mm -hmm. suck at hockey therefore they all must be of the female persuasion because you know only women suck at playing sports well and you know being effeminate is the worst terrible qualities only that's that's how sure yeah yeah so that's like a a vein i mean we brought Mm -hmm. that up in sandlot before Mm -hmm. it it just it happens in sports movies it's definitely i would say it's more predominant in this one than in sandlot it is yeah a lot it's it because they because they have more interactions Mm -hmm. in sandlot it was only like one moment where they're like where they have to exchange insults with another team whereas this one it's perpetual yeah they keep meeting yeah yeah they say it to each other like it's I, I didn't write all the times that it said no, I just after no. the first two I was like oh, okay this is a thing in the movie yeah. so yeah. there's a, a an attitude towards quote-unquote bad hockey players and they all must be of either the female persuasion or they are effeminate and that's yeah. why they're yeah. bad and that explains everything they're just not manly enough Absolutely. so that's the takeaway there um Gordon Bombay as a coach is a terrible person mm. to children. I mean, he calls them idiots all the time. He's he's quite rude to them at the beginning. He calls someone someone calls someone cream cheese boy, and I feel like that it's him. Yeah, him saying it to Goldberg, who's like a chubby kid, and you're I'm like, yeah, That's there's fat shaming there. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. lots of that. So like, the fat shaming is present. The the um casual verbal, verbal abuse yeah like yeah, the verbal watching insults. an adult verbally oh. abuse kids is pretty awful yeah at the start of the movie it's it's not good and even though the kids are are misbehaving they're kids you can kind mm-hmm. of excuse the behavior but i just always sometimes in movies it's always interesting to be like you know i was thinking about what you said after back to the future three where you don't you know there's a thing in film where women slap men and it's, it's somehow it's okay but yeah. it's never okay if it's the other way around and i just kind of always i started looking at this movie and I, things where you're like if it were me in this role totally what would i say or do and what would I deem appropriate or inappropriate? And I just, almost everything out of Gordon Bombay's mouth yes. in the first 30 minutes, yeah. I'm like, 
you're a terrible adult if you're talking like this to children. And I am not even very good with children. <laughs> and I could handle this better. Like, I was just like, this yep. is really... And so as a result, it becomes... It's this weird sense of humor that isn't funny and no. that feels so unrealistic to be honest like yeah. it just yeah. i mean the whole movie is but like you know when a movie has like layers and layers of unrealistic things mm-hmm. being done that it just eventually just becomes stupider and stupider you can always yeah. forgive a movie for one thing here or there but this yeah. that component of his character i'm just like i don't buy this character as like a mm-hmm. person he just mm-hmm. He really is a, he's a trope. He's a caricature. Yeah. Yep. He it's like and everyone is written that way. And so yes. anyway, so everyone is a hundred percent a caricature. And so or, it's, or they're not developed. It's they're like you're this funny guy, you're that whatever. guy, you're yeah. this guy who you're that mean coach who says like the most obvious terrible thing to a child when he's about to take the penalty shot. Like <laughs> so it's just like every, it's really easy to like the good guys and hate the bad guys as oh, a result. Yes. And it's so stupid. So so anyway so that that's basically his behavior for the first 30 minutes is terrible um and then he gets like a weird and then it's like such an easy redemption arc for it yeah. and i'm not saying that i don't want him redeemed 100 want him redeemed no. but it's the way that he's for even for like teaching the kids to cheat and then how easily that is overlooked again yeah is very interesting and his apology he doesn't even say sorry first joshua jackson's mom says sorry to prompt him and yeah. then he says sorry like it's it's really interesting how fast it's forgotten. And I mean, well, but then you're enjoying the film and everything's right. fine and they're working together. So you get it. But it's, it adds yeah. that unrealistic element that you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. It's just like, yeah. it's just, anyway, so adults don't take any ownership of their behavior in this yeah. movie. It's very, um, 90s uh for that there's a reference to conway who always kind of chokes and one of the kids calls him spazway yes and as we all know from lizzo but also in general um we don't call people spazzes anymore that's just a really unkind turn of phrase that was used for kids who are you know a little erratic probably have adhd struggle with some learning problems or what have you whatever the thing is as soon as someone has Mm -hmm. a freak out suddenly they're a spaz and and it's undercut and easy to put them as other yeah and it's it's easy to disqualify their feelings and their behaviors and you just yeah you other them so that happens once in the movie or a couple times in the movie i think again very dated term but you're just yeah no one used that now it's not even clever like even with conway and he's like it's bad way and i'm like that's not even funny like come up with a better insult if you're gonna do it (laughs) work Um, on it damn it okay and then the other the last one that i wrote down was there's a reference so there's on one of the the lines on the hockey team. I don't think I'm using the right turn of phrase, but when you switch, you change lines apparently. Yeah. And so the second line comes out or whatever it is, and they call it the Oreo line. Ah, uh, yeah. Because yeah. the kid in the center is white and the kids on the outside are black. And and I don't no so, what else to say about it so for the first and it's interesting because what's interesting is i wrote that down right away because the first person who says it it's an insult is, it's an insult and it's a hawk team member. Yeah. It's, the, it's the biggest bully on the hawks team calls them an oreo line and they get upset for good reason oreo is a big insult um to use for many reasons not just for this um and then what's interesting though is they kind of claim it like yeah. the kids so i don't know how i feel about it in yeah. that regard because on the one hand i'm like good for you guys claiming totally. this and making it like a positive thing and showing yeah. them that it doesn't matter exactly. but it is still stated in the film yeah. and i could see how that would be quite triggering or jarring for parents who aren't expecting that turn of phrase uh but just know how it shifts in the film so it's it's interesting agreed i thought the same that's one of the reasons i mentioned it last Mm -hmm. because i was like they make they make it part of their identity as like Mm -hmm. an embraced thing that they choose yeah but it's thrust upon them initially and it's not meant in a kind way so no no. casual racism at its finest yeah uh, in a 90s kids movie 
but yeah, but I, I, I'm not going to lie. It was nice to see them claim it in a way where they're Absolutely. like, all right, we're proud. Let's do this. So you're kind of, yeah. it's, it's interesting, but just, yeah, for sure. Know that that's I, in there. And I also don't know as a white person, if I'm allowed, like, yes. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm like, yeah, good for them. That's awesome. But it's also like a white coach and uh, other white yeah. players. So I'm like, as a, as a person of color, if you have an issue with it, I, I'd go with you. I default to you <laughs> totally. on that one. Totally. You would, you would know. Yeah. You, you would know. know. We don't. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Yep. That's, that's what I had. Do you- on top of that no no you got all of my stuff too i had that all written down i think the only thing was um when bombay goes to apologize in the worst way possible to joshua jackson and his mom she tells him to go away and he pushes on the door and forces like holds it open mm-hmm. never cool people don't do that someone's closing the door you respect the fact that they are closing that door <laughs> it's true she doesn't want him in her apartment she's a single mom with a kid and you are a grown man forcing your you like forcing her to keep the door open how charming you are as a coach, Bombay. Doesn't matter, Bombay. That's not that's how right. you roll. Anyway, All that's right. the only yep. other thing. Very minor, but just noted. Um, yep. And it just goes into the rest of his shitty behavior. Okay, totally. So yeah. Finally, at last, I think we might have a hint to the answer to the following questions, but that's yes. okay. Uh, so this is where we roll up a whole bunch of questions into one category because they, you know, they kind of just are attached. That's how it goes. But Pauline, now that you have rewatched this movie as an adult, mm-hmm. did it hold up the way you thought it would? No. Is it what? Is it what you'll? Re- I, I like this. Is it no. one you'll rewatch again? No. No. All right. Is it one you would recommend to no. anyone? And if so, who? No one. No. Okay, great. And uh, how would you rate it out of ten? Two. <laughs> That's um, the fastest one yet. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll elaborate, obviously. I guess I'd, uh, you know what? I don't even think I would. I was going to say, I guess I'd recommend it. If you're so, if you are interested in having your kids watch like a hockey show, I feel like, to be honest, the TV show for the Mighty Ducks now is probably better. It's of like yes. a better time. It is newer. They're not going to make such terrible, lame 90s jokes. It's better lessons, I would imagine. Like it's mm. it's the same kind of humor, the same kind of like childhood wonder. The stakes are high for kids. I feel like you should watch the Mighty Ducks TV show instead mm. of watching this movie. Um, I just don't think kids today would appreciate it or care about it like i i don't know i mean i can't and then even mm-hmm. then if you're watching with your kids i don't know as a parent if you want to have the conversation like what's an oreo line and you're like well <laughs> that kid's racist but let's go into this like so in my head i'm like i don't know if that's something parents want to yeah. get into so i just don't i wouldn't recommend it i don't i think there are better sport movies to watch out there um i sandlot is better um but i i just i know yeah i don't have any interest in rewatching it yeah i'm i that's it lisa how about you um i'm on your boat it i i think it was worse than i was expecting and, the, and i even knew oh. the rotten tomatoes score going in. yes yeah <laughs> uh so like you it did not hold up. I mean, definitely as a kid, I appreciate it way more. But as an adult, oh, it was it was painful to watch. I mean, I, yeah. I love a good montage. I will always love a good montage. And it was I was laughing at parts kind of thing. But I don't need to watch it again. Now that I've watched it, I'm like, that's Mighty Ducks. Okay. It's in my head again. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't need to. Uh, who I'd recommend it to? I think there's way better sports movies out nowadays you know yep. this is very much nostalgia heavy if you're like oh mighty ducks can't wait to watch this with my kids know that Don't. you are basing that on some old thought mm-hmm. processes everyone mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> this is from very rose colored glasses it's not gonna go you the way you think it's, it's gonna go, not gonna go where you think it's gonna your kids go. are gonna make fun of you for sure for sure for like there yeah. are definitely like now there's way better sports movies check them out i'm sure you can find more more recent ones when like at least and i can't really name them well, but okay, we go just with, go with the uh, miracle and ice do that one there go you with go remember the titans that one is held up better too i already know it has i don't even need to rewatch it to know it has held up better than mighty ducks is it perfect no go for it there's there's just just try to find something probably anything post 
2015 is yeah, is a better pick. That. It's just that. gonna be yeah. better in terms of quality and caliber. Yeah. So I yeah. would I would agree with Pauline in the sense of probably the TV show is better. I haven't seen it. I have no desire to. It's not my thing. But if you really want to watch some hockey with your uh, like movies, TV shows, their kids, that's probably a much safer bet too. Uh, in terms of how I rate it out of ten. I'm with you. It's it's like a two, guys. <laughs> and even then, I was like, "Is it even a two? Like, I'm like, what's the redeeming I mean, quality here? I still really love Hans, and I'd almost want to give it an extra point five for him alone. But then other stuff happened, and it took away that extra point five. Yeah. So we're sticking with two. I, it's not for me. It's not for me. No. It did not hold up. It is. It is very bad nineties. Um, yeah. So so this is a lesson for everyone listening. If you when you heard us. Go and say we're going to talk Mighty Ducks, and you went, "Yeah, Mighty Ducks!" So now you've heard us talk about it. Don't rewatch it. Hold on to that precious, joyful Mm -hmm. memory, and remember it how you want to, with all that nostalgia, and keep it that way Mm -hmm. because it's not going to stay that way if you rewatch it. It won't. I mean, if it does, I mean, I feel like you need a like you your growth was stunted in grade four or something. There's no way. Ah, oh, the gloves are no coming way. off, everybody. There's All no right. way. And no uh, way. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So now that we have completely eradicated this film, <laughs> let's move to okay. two quotes. Okay. Colleen, yeah. were there any quotes you would like to share with the class? Um, so there's actually, it's, I thought I wrote it down as a quote, but it's actually something I wrote down as a, something that actually made me laugh out loud. Okay. So I don't think I have it written well as a quote, but here's the mm. sitch. It's our first time watching the Hawks and the Ducks and the Ducks meet, but this before they're yeah. the Ducks, they're called District 5. Goldberg is the goalie and he doesn't have proper attire and he tends to be scared of the pucks. But at the beginning of the warm-up, you're watching the Hawks play, Hawks play, and they're, like, amazing. They're, like, in sync. They're going back and forth. They're shooting these pucks. They're doing amazing. And as part of their ritual, they all line up and whack the goalie's shin pads as they're going <laughs> around. <laughs> and as a result, the team gets the idea that they're going to do that to Goldberg. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And I gotta say, it just made me cackle, because Goldberg is mouthy. And the whole time Goldberg is just like great idea guys oh yeah wonderful idea and he's like ow ow <laughs> he's like thanks brilliant yeah I actually really liked his I did like Goldberg's sarcastic comments sometimes like sometimes they could be quite good and that moment was probably his best moment it was the, I really was the only so... time in the whole movie I laughed out loud but it was genuinely funny brilliant brilliant he's like ow ow he's getting whacked by because sticks. he doesn't have good pads <laughs> he, doesn't. he doesn't have actual pads because they're too poor to have any yeah so he's terrified he's the, he's the bad goalie because he's terrified of the pucks hitting him and then when you're watching the scene it makes sense as to why because even their sticks hitting him hurt yeah <laughs> like that's a sign where you're like that kid needs some help yeah he should not be a net <laughs> no he should they also need better pads for their goalie like come on <laughs> I mean, I get it. Your your things are tight, but I'm like priority is is pads for your goalie. I think. Okay. Anyway, that was my favorite <laughs> line for the whole movie for sure. Was that section, Lisa? Awesome. Um, I do have a couple lines. Do you have a, do you have a quote? So there's another one where it's uh, so Averman is very um, mouthy and and makes sort of really weird side jokes. And I remember as a kid thinking Averman was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but there is one line I like where when they first meet Bombay and Bombay has just told them that he hates children. <laughs> and another kid's like, is that supposed to be a pep talk? Averman's <laughs> response was funny. Averman's response was, where do they find these coaches anyways? I mean, we're impressionable kids, right? Shouldn't we do like a background check or something? <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're right. You should have a coach with a background check. Yeah, <laughs> that's not too much to ask. For. No, it's not. Oh, <laughs> another one I, that I have is Averman's, and I do remember thinking this was funny as a kid. Um, they're all laughing after they've just lost their game, oh, and yes. the coach is pissed, and he's just like, Gordon Bombay is like, "You think losing is funny?" And Averman says, "Not at first, but once you get the hang of it." <laughs> I did laugh at that line, and I remember there's. I will say, Averman 
does have good delivery on his lines. Like that yes. kid did do a good job with his, his comedic delivery. timing. His is comedic very timing good. is quite good. Yeah. So that line did make me laugh, and I got I felt so bad for him when he said that. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. What you get used to it? And you're like, oh, ouch. <laughs> That's depressing. Okay, what's another one of yours? Um, let's see. Hang on. That was going to actually be my next one. So my brain's now like, which one am I going for? Oh, this one, because I know Kevin would laugh at it every time. So our, our younger brother really got into Mighty Ducks when he was a kid and watched it a lot. He was also learning to play hockey at the time. So I think the two coincided. But at one point when the kids are climbing all over the limo, because Gordon oh, yeah. Bombay, when he first meets them, tells them he hates kids they say those lines and he goes in and ignores them they then start climbing over it and the and the limo driver he's with just says do you want me to kill one of them as an example sir <laughs> that was funny that and was i remember funny. kevin would giggle he did find no. the limo driver funny because no. goldberg eats his candy and then he's shaking goldberg up and down, upside down because he wants his candy again stupid very, very stupid. funny to a, as, to a child at the time to a child hilarious so i yeah. remember him giggling over those so i figured i'd say that what's your uh, what's your next one uh so gordon bombay has decided that they're going to be called the ducks and <laughs> he's like introducing them to the jerseys and the name of the ducks and and all the the whole team thinks ducks are lame and ducks don't do this and ducks don't do that and one of them's like they don't even have teeth and gordon bombay's like neither do hockey players <laughs> and I'm, I was like, that's, I mean, touche, touche, Mr. Bombay. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. The, do you um, have another one? The only one is after, I don't remember which kid it is, because I do not remember the names of most of the kids. I'm going to be perfectly honest. But one of the kids, I think it's Carp. I think his name is Carp. Carp gets hit really hard with a hockey puck, and Gordon Bombay leans down. And he's like, Carp, how many fingers am I holding up? And another kid just goes, He wouldn't know that anyway. And, and, then, <laughs> and then Bombay says, Shut up, Averman. Because <laughs> I think it was Averman. Probably Averman. Uh, it was that or it was Jack or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Did you have any that's others? It. No, yeah, that was, that's that was it. the end. The, the only other one I know is uh, Hans. It's a Hans line and I laughed oh. at it because I'm like, this is accurate. And it's, I don't remember what Hans said, but he said something. And Bombay's response is, God, you're morbid, Hans. And his response is, no, I'm Scandinavian. <laughs> accurate, too. And I laugh because I'm like, yeah, that's that's one and the same. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> there you go. Um, so that's yeah. that's our quotes for the Mighty Ducks. There that's you our are feelings on the Mighty Ducks. That's I'm sorry if you wanted Ducks. a different reaction, different outcome. We it's cannot not, give that to you. Not to be everyone. Not to be. Um, yeah. But hopefully, the review was still worth the wait. Uh, everyone. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Pauline, for your film choice. I mean. I did like rewatching it just for the discussion and the knowledge. Of now. course. So, like, I think it was a good pick and of regard. course we were going to watch it. I mean, like we had to at some these point. Are it was, the risks. It's these just are the how risks. this goes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, it'll be my turn to pick the movie next week. Pauline is away for a week. So that means you're not getting a trivia so this week, but you'll get one next week and I'll have picked a movie by then. I'll have come up with some awesome trivia. I actually already have one in mind. Ooh. I am excited for this one and excited Exciting. to hear what you think of it, Pauline. So this will be fun. Uh, anyway. In that makes me meantime, nervous. <laughs> while you're waiting for our next trivia episode, uh, I hope that you like and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to us on, as well as leaving us a sweet little review if you're able to and if you haven't already and then uh catch us on social media we're on instagram we're on twitter at real window or send us a nice long email real.window at gmail.com if you want to tell us why we're wrong about the mighty ducks or mm. why we're right or what a superior sports movie that you would recommend instead would be i would always love to know what that is uh in the meantime have yourselves a wonderful week and we will catch you next friday for my trivia episode.